Stab Abby and Matt are on holidays, so here's some of their best bits. Would say in bed. What can you say in the bedroom and another scenario? It makes perfect sense, but it's just your mind sometimes giggles at it. Today it's at the dentist. We're talking about private health and how they're not lowering their premiums, even though they saved money. But our 131060, Craig in the Gold Coast, what can you say in both scenarios? Oh, can you feel that hole real good? Mm. <laughs> makes you feel better after. Does. Oh, Not yeah. during, but after, definitely. Well, maybe you're doing it wrong. Drill and fill. Simone in Cooperu. What can you say in the bedroom and at the dentist? Good morning, guys. Welcome to um, Beautiful Monday. Thank, Thank you. you. We're Thank good. you. We're good. Uh, I would, you I would never relaxed. say that. I would never walk into <laughs> a bedroom and be like, Good morning, guys. Welcome to a beautiful Monday. Simone's <laughs> <laughs> making the chit chat. I like it. Now give it to us. Making the chit chat. Making the chit chat. I would um, start. Stop, that's making me gag. We'll agree it's the worst when they talk to you during. Yeah. You're like, no, yeah. stop talking. And the dentist. The guy or the, d- the dentist? I guess you could say both scenarios unless you're good at it. But, like, why ask questions? Oh, mm. yeah. Maybe they maybe they want to practice like whether they can understand you, because they that we think it's weird, but they can understand open mouth talk. Mm. Mm. Uh, hey Clint, hey young, good. What can you say in the bedroom and to the dentist? Um, well, I was hoping for a thigh gap you were talking about, but um, I reckon stretch up, it's gonna hurt. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Thirteen, ten, sixteen. <laughs> what can you say in the bedroom and um, uh, the dentist? Okay, Anthony. Uh, hon, you were supposed to spit that out, not swallow it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a classic mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. They put it there and you're like, what did I just swallow? That can't be good. <laughs> but imagine in a bedroom having having a... a um, spit? Well, no, no, like having, having a... Spit bowl? Having a woman to the side that someone always says suction to and then they just step in. <laughs> Gargle, gargle. No, I'll just spit it out. I'm good. Thank That'd you. Good. Al from Jinder Lee. What can you say in the bedroom and at the dentist? Can you handle having three holes filled at once? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a pain relief for that. Okay, there we go. It's all out of our system, everyone. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Broncos crisis is deepening tonight. The NRL reviewing CCTV footage of Everton Park Hotel, where it's alleged Broncos were playing the pokies, breaching COVID rules. It has been what can only be described as nothing but horrendous for the Broncos this season. Um, uh, I saw stats go up yesterday that this year is the worst playing season the Broncos has ever had in the history of the club for for losses, points scored against them. Um, And I've been fine with that this season. Like, it's, you can't You've have a... You've been feeling sorry for them. I've been feeling been, sorry for them. You're on their side. Yeah. Mm. You can't have a bad... You can't have a great season every season. And look, it's been really bad and, and it's not okay, but I've accepted it. Um, but now I'm going to go out and I'm going to say, and this is as a lifelong fan of the Broncos, everyone in my family supports them. Mm. My dad supported them. Mm. My grandfather supports them. My mum supports them. But yesterday when I saw the news come out after Alfie Langer had been in trouble at the Caxton already, Tavita Pangai uh, got done for going to the opening of a bikey barbershop. Mm-hmm. And then news comes out yesterday, the text goes off our little text group, and to find out that at the Everton Hills Hotel, 
Uh, David Fafida, Katoni Staggs, Jake Turpin, Corey Oates, a senior player, and I don't know if there's any others involved, were on the beers playing the pokies, breaking the COVID bubble that was set up. Now, is this before they... I mean, I know it doesn't matter. They shouldn't be doing it anyway. Was mm. it before their game or was it after the day game? Day after a game. A day after the game. Because I I get annoyed about this because I said, from my point of view, I was like, this is a Queensland government thing. The yeah. Queensland government mm. have given permission for so many teams, it's the same for AFL, to play here. Mm. But there are strict rules and it's, it's actually the law. So to have police to start investigating it as well... Mm-hmm. Is there any way they didn't know the rules and they thought that they nah, could? No, I doubt it. I'm not buying it. Then, then isn't that arrogant to think that you well, can go is... to a pub and you can have beers and play the pokies mm-hmm. and members of the public are not going to know Here's what I want to say and... this morning about it. And mm-hmm. this is it. This is not about rules. It's not about the law. This is coming from, from a fan, right? From a fan. I feel like to them, mm-hmm. those players, us fans, are worthless. Mm-hmm. We're worth nothing to them. We are... Just merely people who exist in their universe of getting paid more than half a million to a million dollars a year. And when, in fact, they need to think to themselves that without the fans, Mm -hmm. they aren't going to get paid any money. They've been given the opportunity here while their fans aren't working, while they're on JobKeeper, while they aren't able to pay their bills, and they can't stay at home for a couple of months. They're lucky that they're with their families. The Sydney teams, the Melbourne teams, they're all stuck here without their families. And I don't understand why they can't just follow the rules for the sake of the people that keep them in jobs. When I read that yesterday, it actually broke my heart. Mm. I actually felt really sad because for me, I think of the Broncos as the one thing that me and my father had in common mm. growing up. That was the only thing really the two of us had was mm. football. We disagreed on a lot of things. We didn't have a lot in common, but that was the one thing when my dad was sick that we could actually discuss. And that was part of our relationship. And that's how people feel about that rugby league team. Mm. They relate it to their family. They have heart in that. And when you see people just going, whatever... We'll take our money. We'll break the rules. Mm. We really don't care what happens. I would rather they go to all the high schools around Brisbane this weekend, mm. pick the best football players, let the 17-year-old kids play, let them get beaten. I would rather lose 200 nil, mm. but have someone in those jerseys every weekend who respect it and who respect the people who pay for the memberships. I'm so... Upset. I'm not even angry. I'm so sad mm. at the way face. that they have treated their fans, and it is wrong. Well, not even the fans, though, because this could bring down the whole league. Well, it's, one of, it's one of the richest t- teams because they have the diehard fans, mm. and I kind of go, they do have a, a sense to apologise. Remember when all this happened, and Broncos came out and said, we're so thankful to our fans, and this is management, that didn't people didn't ask for a refund for the season, mm. you know mm. what I mean, because we couldn't do it. And I go, after this... It's just saying that you, like you said, that they they don't care. I don't know if they're all going to be stood down, though. I, I mean, I'm I'm coming from in a very emotional place about <laughs> it at the moment. But if this is true, I want them sacked. Mm. I don't want to support people who don't mm. support us. And it comes from management as well. You know that there's going to be more people coming in because if Completely. you've got... If you've you know. got some of the NRL legends going to birthday parties when they know that they're not supposed to. Mm. 
I, I've, I have never gone for another team in my entire life, and for the first time in my life, I'm like, I'm done with them. Who are you going to go for? the Cowboys? I'm done. Who are you going to go for? I don't know. Come I'm to t- the Lions. Canberra. I know it's not the same league. No. I know Canberra it's not having a good run. It's not the same. Canberra, I, good I'm, team. To be honest with you, like, I feel I'm at the point of if it was like a relationship, with a woman, mm. I'd be off women. You know, like I'm wow. off. I'm off football. He's no. looking at Paul Gallen going, maybe he wasn't a bad bloke. <laughs> Paul Gallen looks like a friggin' saint the way I feel at the moment. And that's all I have to say. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Clueless. One of the most iconic movies of all time. She's my friend because we both know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. Can you believe it was released 25 years ago? Oh, and it started the careers of household names like Alicia Silverstone. What the hell is that? A dress. Brittany Murphy. Share your own virgin. And Eliza Donovan, who couldn't do PE. Any activity where balls fly at my nose. She played Amber, and she's on with Stab, Abby and Matt right now. Memory. On the air right now, Eliza Donovan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We are good. Mm-hmm. It was such an iconic film, Clueless. And you played Amber, who yes. had the most extraordinary outfits. I mean, everyone did, but you were like of, often sitting in front of Cher and your outfits were amazing. Yes. I mean, that was, well, first of all, you are not alone in being um, someone who is still very interested in Amber. It happens to me on the daily. Mm. So you're not alone. Uh, and yes, certainly my wardrobe was a huge part of the character and of my entire time on set. It was, it was, it was an adventure every day. Well, it's wildly regarded as um, one of the best teen comedies of all time and redefined the, the genre for some years to come. I've been reading about, because obviously 20th, 25th anniversary, there's a lot of articles going around. Is it true that the director actually went undercover in schools to get the slang terms right? So she did. I don't know if um, if she would call it undercover, but I guess she, yes, she did go visit um, Beverly Hills High Schools and, you know, talk to kids and listen. And she's an incredibly brilliant writer and, you know, observer of human behavior. So she pretty much, I would, I would gather, I don't think she needed too much time of doing that, but she definitely did um, actually listen to kids, which is why it felt so, you know, so, so, so up to date. And asked mm-hmm. you guys too, like the cast, got the cast to put in their own, the sayings that they used around, around the place as well. Yes, for sure. I mean, it was, you know, we were all kind of, it was all new for all of us working so it was kind of it was really exciting and you were kind of like you know working with your peers literally so it was it was really fun well if that's the case did you come up with this saying maybe it was just personal to you because i never forget at pe class there was a whole uh, lot of you that wanted to get out of pe and you had your own excuses and this was your excuse miss stoger my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose well there goes your social life <laughs> Okay, I, to be uh, completely honest, full disclosure, when I first read it, I didn't understand the joke. <laughs> so it did have to be, you know, people have said to me, oh, I watched it when I was younger and I didn't get it and now I get it. And I said, well, a lot of us didn't get a lot of it while it was happening. <laughs> and then funny. we had to sort of have it explained to us. 
But uh, yeah, once I got it, I really got it. But now, do you use it with your husband? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, honey. My plastic surgeon said yeah. no balls are allowed yeah, to fly you know. my face. Oh, regularly, regularly. Yeah, I know it's your birthday. But no, it's not happening. Right. What's the other lines that people would quote to you from the movie? Because there were so many iconic ones. You know, Alicia oh Silverstone gosh. and Brittany Murphy both had them. What was the, what's the one that's most quoted to you? Yes. It, kind of every line that she that Amber had was a, a zinger. Like, there wasn't a lot of extra fluff in anything that yeah. I said. It was kind of every line had a, was somewhat memorable. I think they asked me the, um, you could be a, uh, you could be a farmer in those clothes. Oh, yeah. that was a great uh, one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, everyone, um, loved the movie, loved all the characters and, and sadly, Brittany Murphy, we lost her at, yeah. at 32 a few years ago. How was that for you and, and the rest of the cast getting that news? You know, I remember I was, uh, I was on vacation in Mexico and, um, I still keep in touch with Donald and a couple of the other cast members, but Donald mainly Faison. And um, it was such a shock and terribly sad. And uh, I remember we just reached out to each other and said, you know, I, I, I love you and I, I, I miss you guys, even though we don't see each other that much, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, it was tragic. It's terrible. Um, she was a, an incredibly talented person she was um really energetic and so unique and had such a kind of vibrance about her uh it was just really terribly sad and and so young i think isn't it such a shock when you hear like 30 32 and i think she just filmed happy feet remember and she was going to do the sequel for it oh yes i guess so i didn't i wasn't yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember that, but yes, it was far too young and far too um, soon. It was just really, really sad. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Clueless, one of the most iconic movies of all time. She's my friend because we both know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. Can you believe it was released twenty five years ago? Oh, as if. It started the careers of household names like Alicia Silverstone. What the hell is that? A dress. Brittany Murphy. Cher, you're a virgin. And Eliza Donovan, who couldn't do P.E. Any activity where balls fly at my nose? She played Amber, and she's on with Stab, Abby and Matt right now. Memory. Yeah, she joins us uh, live from her daughter's bedroom at the moment. They they have been uh, talking about the fact they're going to do like a reboot. They're going to be a TV uh, series. Would you guys be involved with that? So I think what, what the the plan is for it to be centered around D- the character of Dion's daughter. Okay. Growing up, and then they've talked to one of the producers. To, had said that they would probably have me in there. This is all very preliminary. But I do know that I think it will be Dion's daughter. And I don't know that they're really going to have the parents in it that much from what I understand. But again, this is all preliminary and I don't, I, you know, none of that has been confirmed. Yeah. You just know the joy when you're watching it and you see characters that have previously been on it come back on. You're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like people get a lot, they get a big uh, kick out of that. Yeah. And I always think seeing any of those characters as adults would be 
hilarious, mm. you know, just to see what what they turned into. Except for Paul Rudd, because he looked exactly the same, that guy. He would look even... <laughs> <laughs> he would, he's the ageless man, yes. <laughs> it blew my mind when they, years later, as you would know, it keeps getting brought up, that it was loosely based on Jane oh, Austen. Uh, yeah. yeah, the novel. Emma. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I was a, a, a 19th century English literature major yeah. in college, so I had just... I was ecstatic. I knew immediately that it was based yeah. on that. And, you know, I was reading all those sorts of books. I'm not sure that everybody was on the same page as me with that, but, uh, but I definitely knew that's what it was based on. Because that started a slew of that as well, because then 10 Things I Hate About You was based on Shakespeare, and it sort of started. Yes. Like that sort yeah. Of, yeah. Right, right. Maddie loves those books, so he's looking at me like, whatever. Oh, what? See, what? Now, these, Emma, these guys, are, I wasn't a big reader in high school. I, uh, yeah, it wasn't. You know. I, I managed he to. He had sick days on there. He got a letter from his plastic surgeon, you see. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. there you go. You I, need a lot of rest. A lot of rest. I, I reckon I could have been some sort of character on a movie, actually. I, I only just managed to pass the final year of school by, like, two days. Ferris Bueller's day off. They, they pretty much, right. yeah. <laughs> they, they pretty much, the principal said to me, he was like, congratulations, you managed by two days for me to be able to give you your certificate. Wow. There you go. I'm so glad Fantastic. you don't have to come back next year. You're stiffler. <laughs> you yes, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> you also went on um, onto 90210 as well. You were you were on there. How was, yes. That must have been a great show to work on as well. Another powerhouse <clears throat> on TV. It, it completely. It was, that was quite a, uh, quite an experience. And I had to jump in kind of with both feet immediately. I remember my first day I had to be in bed with Jason Priestley. Like my wow. character was, that was the opening of the, of the season, I think. And, yeah. you know, that's intimidating in any circumstance, but he, that show was so huge at the mm. time. And um, he was just so lovely. I, he's another one that I keep in touch with somewhat. And he's just a lovely person. He's a fantastic You know, immediately actor. said, so... Yeah. Yeah, he's like, listen, this is going to be really weird, but we're going to make it as not awkward as we can, so don't worry. You know, he was really kind of like, took care of me. It was nice. I know this is many years ago, but I haven't spoken to anyone on that show before. Tori Spelling was on that show, and I didn't even realise yes. years later that her dad was the producer of oh, her, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Spelling. Spelling. And I mean, I know she got on, a, on her own right, but were you aware when you were on set with Tori Spelling that her dad was the creator of it? Oh, she was not that way. No, no, no. no. Right. Like you were not. I mean, I knew I knew that because I knew and I had to audition for Aaron. Um, but she did not use that card at all. She was super. She was very funny and um, really down to earth, like more down to earth than than some other people. Other so it, it was very interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, more down to earth than who exactly? <laughs> no, <laughs> I will never say. But she, uh, no, I loved. She was great. I really had a good time with everyone on that yeah. show. Um, everybody was super nice, and they had all been together for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was. It was a pretty well-oiled machine by the time I was there. Apparently, Shannon Doherty was that was terrible for being late, though. Was she one one of these one in, oh, one in everything? She, so she she wasn't there when I mm -hmm. I came on the season that she left. Right. I think uh, she was that year. late. Yeah, I think yeah, she was that late. She was, yeah. <laughs> no, I, met, I knew her a little bit outside of there, having nothing to do with the show, and yeah. she also was always lovely. Yeah. I think everybody kind of gets a, yeah. you know, a bad rap sometimes. 
Oh, look, it's always easy to print the negative stuff and say, they're such a wonderful person. Thanks for buying our magazine. They're a lovely person. Everyone right. got along nicely, you know. Well, there was an article There was an article on me recently, last week, I think. Um, yes, because they referenced another interview I had done. And the, the headline was, wow, is that Amber? Elisa Donovan sure looks different. That's the title, right? And then when uh, you go to the article, it's like, look at how beautiful she looks. She looks exactly the same. And so you know that people people clicked on it because they're like, oh, I can't wait to see how poorly she has aged. Mm. And you yeah, know what? That is going to be. It will be a headline as well going, 25 years on and she just looks the same. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? Like you can't oh, actually right. win. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. You mean Poor the headline buddy. from today is Eliza Donovan still Googling articles of herself to see what people are so, saying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in her daughter's messy, messy bedroom during an interview. <laughs> hey, uh, look, lovely to talk to you this morning. We really appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Have you ever had those moments as a parent where you shouldn't be proud? You shouldn't be. Because it's bad what they did. Mm -hmm. But my husband and I both went, well, that that was kind of smart. Yeah, right. We said that privately. We haven't told him. Uh, But my son is obsessed with Fortnite. We did say that he wasn't going to go on it. And now we've given up that argument. (laughs) Um, And we said, there's no way that you're buying V-Bucks. You would know more than me. That's why I'm looking at you, Maddie. Yeah. There's no way you're buying it. You're not spending it on a computer game. I'm I'm like looking in a mirror. (laughs) I said exactly the same things. My foot is down. It is not happening. My mum has started with them. If you've got something that you want, present your argument. She's always said that to Mm. him. So he came to me and said, it's my pocket money that I'm earning. I said, you're not spending it on computer games. He said, but you don't like sugar and yet you'll yet let Jagger buy it on lollies and plastic toys when you're trying to cut down waste for the environment. I was like... Got him. Buy your V-Bucks, mate. <laughs> Objection. So that was his pocket money, and I took the pocket money back, and I did it on my PayPal mm-hmm. on a thing so I can approve it. Got some sweet skin. But the other day, <laughs> I saw him collecting money mm. at school, and someone was giving him $20, and I was like, oh, no, 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 mm. no. So I ran up, I said, give the money back. He goes, no, 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 it's all good. I said, no, it's not good. Give the money back. And like, we're having this bit of an argument. He goes... And you've got to give the drugs back too, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair's fair. It's his pocket money. He can do what he wants. I was like, Finny, I'll talk about it later. Just give the money back. That was a conversation. Mm-hmm. I got back in the car. I said, what is going on? He goes, oh, well, he's not allowed to buy V-Bucks. I said, so you shouldn't be buying V-Bucks for him? And he goes, no, 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 but it's his pocket money, so he should be able to spend it on what he wants. Mm-hmm. So... I am going to get the money from it. I'll give the money to you, then I'll buy the V-Bucks and then I can transfer it to him. Can yeah. you do that? Yeah, you can give buy, V-Bucks You can do a people. pack or something. Right. Yeah. And I said, well, what pack are you buying him? And he goes, well, that one. I said, that one's $15. Oh, he's making a cut. Of course he is. He ain't no fool. I was like, what are you kidding? Like, for starters, their parents don't want them to buy it, so they can't buy it. Hmm. And then he's transferring it. This kid's a genius. No, that's not. I mean, I was impressed with the entrepreneur. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, that's bad. Why is it bad? Because I can't be... If other parents find out. (laughs) (laughs) When you go into a shop, Mm. right, and you buy a $5 item from Kmart, they didn't pay $5 for that. They probably paid $3 or something or whatever they pay, and then... That's that's how you make profit. So I'm not going to let kids running a business. Daddy, who believe a small amount of corruption is okay, you can't take the only thing from your friends. I'm disappointed in is that it should have been a fifty percent markup. Twenty five percent is just no, not enough. I mean. don't come on. Think there's anything wrong no, with well, that? There is because the parents don't want them to get them, so they're not allowed to get them. 
he can't be buying them against it. And I would have to put it on my PayPal and collect the cash. Mm. I don't want my wife buying vitamins that are meant to make her hair grow, but yet she does it. So it's that kid's money. He earned it fair and square. <laughs> I reckon. V-Bucks is what he wants. Yeah. I'm just thinking... Spread the word around Xander schools. <laughs> hey, buddy, you tell me, you tell the kids we got I money to be made. How'd you buy your Maserati, I mean... Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> bucks. I didn't think you'd use it in the real world. Oh, no, let me tell you. Cleaned out the prep kids at St. Joey's. Yeah. But he's got some sweet skins, apparently. Have... I have no idea what all that means. We have to get into the rich schools. <gasps> Churchy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got their own credit cards, those I'm kids, not bailing so. you guys out because you're dealing V-Bucks at in Churchy's. What are you boys in for? <laughs> V-Bucks racket? Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't wear a mask. Stuff. I just went on 13, 10, 60. Did something happen with your child where you shouldn't have been proud, but at the same time you're like... Oh, it's, it, it's impressive that you thought of it. Yeah. Bad, but impressive. Mm-hmm. It's like when they swear, which is bad, mm. but when they do it very eloquently and they in craft, context. And, yeah, and craft mm. the sentence so well, you're like, mm. you know? Mm. Don't do it, but impressive. But well done. Rory does it in Scrabble, doesn't she? <laughs> well, that was... <laughs> yes, she um, had, uh, had D-I-C-K... Um, S and um, she goes, "Can I play that word?" I said, "It's a word. You can yeah. you can use it." And then you pointed out that she could have spelt kids. Yes. Um, but yes, and she also did. Remember that time she was in her room with her friend and she let out this ear piercing scream. And I was like, "Oh God!" And her friend ran out first and was like, "She's hurt herself. She's hurt herself." And I went in and she had her eye covered. And I said, "You got to let me see it." And I think I'm going to the hospital. She lets it down. She's got black, a huge black eye. And I'm like, "Oh my God! We're going to have to go to the hospital for this one." And it was makeup. It was mascara. Oh, that's good. And I was like, oh, I freaked out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Keep it on. We'll do it to mum. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60. You shouldn't, been, shouldn't have been proud, but you just had to be. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> <laughs> My son, Finney's a big fan of Maddie, so it's probably Maddie's fault because um, he always says a small amount of corruption. He does. He loves you. Uh, but he has been collecting money from kids. Mm-hmm. I've made him give it back and getting V-Bucks online and then transferring. Apparently, he can do gift packs for people or something. Mm-hmm. But he's only been getting it for $15 worth, which means pocketing five. And I shouldn't be proud. I'm not proud of that. And he's not doing it. But it was more just the maths. I was like, oh, well, entrepreneurship's good. The the struggle you've got is what he's doing is not illegal. No. It's just ethically probably not the best. And that that's where it's an issue because he couldn't get locked up, but he won't be liked. Mm. That's not his problem. So we went on 13, 10, 60. <laughs> What's a moment when you shouldn't have been proud of your kids, but you're like, mm. Hayley and Carbo, when were you proud of your kids, but you shouldn't have been? So my husband and I were sitting in the lounge room watching out, having our own time, watching our own TV, and our daughter came up to us with a blank piece of paper and she said, here's your picture, and this is what you get for not playing with me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) She was smart enough to not draw us a picture and then say, here's your picture. Wow. Wow. So good. (laughs) Yeah. How old was she, did you say? She's five. Five. Brilliant. Vicky in Vicky Point, when shouldn't you have been proud of your kids, but you were... Hey, Vicky. Hi. Um, my son and his mate, when they were in high school, um, bought the Cadbury fundraiser boxes. I had no idea he didn't have to be a charity to purchase those. And they bought about 10 of them and went around school selling them. <laughs> and I had kids come into the office because I worked there wanting to buy chocolates from them. Yep. And um, I made them give the money to charity because I figured it just wasn't right. Oh, 
Because you My can purchase God. them. For <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, apparently you can buy them for like they're for fundraising, but normally yeah. what buy them yeah. are big charities, yeah, yeah. And big organisations. Yeah. But so and they went and bought them themselves, Vicky. I mean, that's kind yeah. of impressive. Yeah, it is. It is. And they could have made, you know, like I think you bought the boxes for about twenty bucks and you sold them for sixty. Right. So and you, you know, they were quite a few boxes mm. for teenagers. They could have made a bit of money. It's easier to get guilt money as well. Mm. Because if a kid knocks on your door, you're like, oh, that's so good they're mm. out and about fundraising. But if they just turned up with some blocks from Coles and were like, I'm just here to make yeah. some extra cash, you'd be yeah. like, get lost. Do you know oh. what they're going to spend it on, Vicky? I don't know. No. I didn't actually even get that far. I asked them to choose a charity to donate to. Uh, <laughs> they, they went and registered a charity that yeah. afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and Ipswich, when, were you proud of your kids, but you shouldn't have been? I was so proud of my son one day when I really shouldn't have been when he came home from school and said that they were given a situation where if they only had a day to live, how would they like to spend it? And so he wrote down, if I only had a day to live, I would spend it in art class because every minute feels like an eternity. (laughs) I absolutely hated art. (laughs) Oh, genius. Oh, that's, yeah, that's impressive. (laughs) Wow. I, I didn't know whether to be horrified or proud, but I ended up being so proud. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's good yeah. thinking. Good mm. stuff. <laughs> Stop, I'll be in my-